Welcome back to Clydesdale Media, where we bring you the best from the world of CrossFit. Podcasts, news, special interest, health, fitness. If you like what you hear, hit that subscribe button. Hit the notifier so you're the first to know when we have new episodes. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Clydesdale Media Podcast. My name is Scott Switzer. I'm the Clydesdale. She is Amy Radowski, and we are so honored to have with us the 2023 Wadapalooza champion in the 35 to 39-year-old division, Allison Stahl. Hey, thank you all so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I'm so excited that we met at Wadapalooza. Yeah. <laughs> Watching so we were actually... Yeah, we were actually at Bayside, mm-hmm. um, sitting in the stands, and you kind of nudged me and said, hey, are you Scott from the Clydesdale? <laughs> and I said, yeah. And you're like, oh, cat!" And then you talked about how you'd watched a couple of the episodes. Yes. And we were so flattered. Yeah. So we struck up a little conversation. Yep. Mm-hmm. I um. I, I listen to podcasts when I'm driving and, um, or if I'm like going for a walk or even if I'm doing like some Z2, um, zone two, like cardio, if I have time for that. Um, and y'all have had some great guests on, so I, I really appreciate, um, that and getting to listen to some cool people. So, well, one of the people in the chat is one of the people we discussed in Miami and that's Jamie Latimer. Oh, She's hey, in the chat right now. <laughs> oh, cool. That's cool. People can like be in the chat. I don't know if I can even see that, see the chat. So. Um, we will, I will pull up all the relevant comments. Okay, cool. So, uh, Hey Jamie, Jamie. (laughs) Cool. Yeah. Um, so we are so excited to have you, you and Jamie have kind of gone at it this season in a friendly Um, back and forth, back and forth at MFC, back and forth at legends. But before we get into this, um, before we went on the air, you were talking about, uh, my Julie Fouché Mm -hmm. signed t-shirt. Yeah, And um, I'll tell my part of the story and then you tell yours. Okay. Amy and I were actually at Rogue getting our L1 and Julie happened to be one of our instructors yeah. for oh, yeah. our L1. That's awesome. What a great instructor. Um, when we went, it was around my daughter's birthday and Julie signed that shirt for my daughter. Oh, and it is the cool. prototype. It's the prototype that they had at Rogue. Because okay. it wasn't even on sale yet. Okay. And Julie so, was wearing her boot during our seminar. Oh, cool. Yes. So I guess it was right mm-hmm. soon after that that yeah. happened. It was. Wow. July. It was in July. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I mean, I remember watching that happen. Like I said, I, I tore my Achilles in 2014. So a year, I tore it on Memorial Day. So it was pretty much a year before she tore hers. And I, um, she was always just my CrossFit like goals. Like I, she's always been my favorite and I was watching her, um, do her box jump overs at regionals. And I saw it and I was like, she just tore her Achilles just cause it was the same reaction I had when I tore mine. So the way she handled it and, um, just kept going and, um, you know, it just like, I don't cry with stuff like that usually, but I was, I was crying. So it was very inspirational. So I like her a lot. Yeah, and if our listeners don't know, Amy's hero has been Julie Fouché. It, Amy actually thinks they're twins. I, um, I, I can see it for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yes. <laughs> I can see it definitely in the face for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's cool. So um, so that's really cool. Julie um, has become a friend over the years uh, and we love her so much. Yeah. Um, but that's a cool story. Not that you tore your Achilles, but that you could relate to that situation. Yes, for sure. So, so that that takes me to you've been crossfitting for a long time. You're OG. Yes, Um, and I didn't get serious about it until 2016. But my husband and I started in 2013, and um, I did my first competition, like a very like like a local competition, um, probably seven months into CrossFit, and then I was hooked. Um, and then 2014 in the open, that was my first open was 2014. And, uh, the guy who owns our gym, I just, I'll never forget. He kind of pulled me aside after one of the workouts. It was chest bar and overhead squats. And he was like, Hey, like you need to like start competing more. Like you've, I can definitely see you've got it. And, um, unfortunately soon after that, I tore my Achilles and, 
the the surgeon that did it, I had no business going to him. It, I had the worst recovery. It took about six months for me to even walk. Um, and my leg atrophied so much, um, to where I had to have surgery again in 2017, like re just redo the whole thing. So full, you know, from scratch and that one went much better. And I was, um, probably it was a good six to eight month recovery, but that surgeon had me walking in like three weeks. So, um, much more progressive and, and that was great, but, but that kind of pushed me uh, back a little bit, um, so yeah, so I didn't really start competing, but then I got my L1 in 2015, December 2015, and one of the seminar staff that was in my my L1, we had the workout. Out, it's they used to do Fran. Mine was like burpees over the bar, bar facing burpees and thrusters. Yep, I think that's that how was we ours. Did. Yep, that was ours. <laughs> was there something else in it, or just maybe those two? Mo- okay, just and those two. That would be a great workout for me, um, especially back then. And so one of the seminar staff pulled me aside and was like. She, I think her exact words were like, we really need to work on your squat. Like, yeah, I was, I was a terrible mover. Um, but she was like, you, some people just have it and like, you've got it. And that really spoke a lot of truth into me and life into me. And, um, I changed a lot of things. I, I quit my job, not, not for CrossFit, but I was in a really tough place with my full-time job. Um, and I just really, when I was at work, people would always, I worked at a church actually. And the questions I would get from people that worked there were always about fitness. And I was like, I think there's something here. I, I am so passionate about talking to people about fitness, whether it's like, um, you know, like weight loss or whether it's CrossFit or anything like that. And so I started coaching and ended up coaching a lot um, pretty soon after that. And then somehow made regionals that year. It was 2016. It was, I mean, who knows? I I had a second round invite. I didn't just get automatically invited, but it was um, back when they had the super regional. So it was in Atlanta, Mm -hmm. Georgia. And, um, and then from there on, let me, yeah. Let me stop you for a little bit because okay. I, yeah. I do have some follow-up questions yeah. on the beginning of the story. And that okay. is, how how did you tear your Achilles? Was it um, the same as Julie? Um, box jumps. She, I think she was doing box jump overs. I was doing the yep. workout Kelly, which used to be one of my favorite workouts. It's like mm-hmm. running box jumps and wall balls. And I was rebounding and um, it's five rounds or six rounds for time. It's a lot. I think it's five, five rounds for time. 30 wall balls, 30 box jumps. And I had no business rebounding that many box jumps, 150 reps. I had maybe seven to go and it just, um, it ruptured. And the way mine ruptured, it went all the way through. So I couldn't walk. Um, it was a very scary thing. I thought somebody kicked me and like, it was like a joke that went bad. And um, it was, it was very dramatic. The guy that owns our gym had to like carry me off the floor. And um, I was like, yeah, just pretty sure that's what just happened. And then, it was a full reconstruction. They had to like use a cadaver actually. So my body rejected the cadaver and that's why it just didn't, the surgery didn't go so great for me. So. Yeah. Well, it's so not, then, not okay, interesting, right. but I was just going to say that one thing we've talked about on this podcast. So as a coach myself, the thing I see that people get most injured on mm-hmm. is box jumps. Oh man. I hate them. I hate mm-hmm. them so much now. I'll so. Bet. I was so glad in the open last year, they made it a step down because yeah. um, oh, yeah. I, I always step down. I'm, or, I mean, I'll, I'll jump down, but I do not rebound at all. Yeah. yeah. So, so yes, I was very thankful for that in the open. So, yeah. So what was it about CrossFit that sucked you in so hard? Oh, the community for sure at our gym, we have an amazing community. And um, so that was definitely, <clears throat> but also I was, one of those girls that I ran a lot after college, I was a, I was a huge fitness person in college. I did soccer growing up and um, played, I was very serious about it in high school, but then just didn't want to play in college. And so I was very, I worked at a gym. I did a lot of like running. I did like P90X, if you know what that means, but I would do like two P90X sessions a day. I mean, I was a little obsessive with it. And um, I got married and moved to Anderson, South Carolina, where we're at now. And um, I was just running myself to death and I started passing out. I had like a heart arrhythmia that developed because of it, where my, my, um, the rhythm of my heart would like, it would slow down. My blood pressure would drop and I would pass out. And, um, I was just not in a great place mentally with that. I was just trying to be this like super skinny person. Um, and I, I've never been a small person. Um, and I was just trying to be somebody that I was not created to be. And, um, 
and running was just not getting me there. And um, so we started CrossFit and I just love the variety of it. And I had never weightlifted before, but it was such a cool feeling to like, you know, go from this state of like wanting to be so tiny and wanting my body to look a certain way to now being like proud of what my body could do. And so it was like, cool. I remember the first time I cleaned 85 pounds and I remember going to one of the coaches and being like, is that good? Like, can that like get me to like regionals? And um, they were like, yeah. uh, you got a little ways to go after that. But I thought that was the coolest thing when I cleaned 85 pounds the first time. Um, so it was just so cool. I couldn't do pull-ups. It took me about six months to get my first pull-up. Um, I was, I remember using that big, thick green band and, um, my husband and I got in a fight during our like onboarding foundations because he could do foot pull-ups and I like couldn't do them. And I cried and got very frustrated. And so it was such a cool challenge to like, you know, try new things. And there's always something to try and get better at and, um, conquer. So, so yeah. So you said you're a little bit obsessive. Do you think you need to be, to be a competitive athlete? I do think so on one hand. However, I will say since I had a kid, um, he's 18 months. Um, I have not been in the gym as much as I used to be. And I'm not, I try to kind of take the approach of not being as, uh, as obsessive. I just don't have the time. And, um, I could probably find the time with like babysitters or putting it on my husband or just keeping him in the gym all the time. And I just don't want to do that. Um, so I've found a lot of peace and just kind of backing out of, um, of not being at the gym. I try to go once a day, um, maybe twice a day if that like was once a week. Um, I push it when I can. Um, I have him in there with me sometimes. Um, he's not in a good age right now to be in there though. He can be, he's tough to have in there. Um, he just wants to run around and we don't have the space for that, our gym, but, but, um, but yeah, so all that to say, I've kind of backed off a lot since I've had him and it seems to be working for me. I feel like back when I was super serious about CrossFit and I had, um, I did like a lot of sanctionals, um, when that was kind of the format to, to go to the games, I did several, I did some sanctionals. I remember just, I coached full time. And so if I wasn't coaching, I was in the gym working out or doing mobility. I was very obsessive then. And some ways I'm probably not as great now as I was then, but there's a lot of ways I'm just as strong now. Um, I'm doing my gymnastics is the same. Um, so it seems to be working for me to maybe not be as obsessive with it and just enjoy being out of the gym and doing cool things with my family and with my kid in the afternoon. So, so yeah. So let's, let's go there. Mm -hmm. You have a one and a half year old son, Jax. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, and he is the cutest little thing. I think well, Amy's yep. I'm working on it right now. Yeah. It's trying to he's, pull it up. He's so cool. And my husband is upstairs with him right now. He's, um, just to keep it quiet. Cause he's, he's loud. So, um, so yeah, he's the best. In addition, your husband, you yeah. said he did the onboarding with you. Was he, he into fitness as well? He was, yes. In college, we actually um, kind of bonded over like working out together all. That was his first day of like this little preschool he goes to. Um, we kind of bonded over that, over like P90X and running and, and all. So we met through church, but um, but we really kind of found that bond through working out. So, so yeah. And Sorry, so amateur, amateur hour over here. Oh, Sorry. Okay. <laughs> he's, um, he's not as all there. Yes. And that was back in September. Um, but, but yeah, he's... He's a little cutie. So he's cute. And uh, your husband, how did you guys meet? We met um, actually, this crazy story. I dated his best friend's older brother. And so we all kind of hung out. And he had a girlfriend at the time, too. And um, his relationship didn't work out. Mine did not work out at all. And we just were like really good friends when we were, um, we were really good friends when we were like, I guess, kind of going through those breakups. And it was a great way to kind of do it. We just were really good friends and it just kind of turned into a dating relationship. And then we were engaged shortly after that and then married six months later. So it was like one of those things where we just, that, that friendship had really been established first. So we were, we were good friends. So, so yeah. And you like the beach? It appears. <laughs> love the beach, yes. And Jax loves the beach too. We got to go this past summer. So we live more in the mountains of South Carolina, mm-hmm. but Charleston and Myrtle Beach are within like three and a half hours. So oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. It is nice, yeah. And I grew up in Savannah, Georgia, so I went mm-hmm. to the beach all the time. So, so yeah. 
Savannah is one of the craziest towns I've ever been in in my life. It is. Yes. It's, it's on, dangerous too. You got to watch out. On top, on top of the cliff yes. is like old architecture. Mm-hmm. And then you go down to the river walk and it's complete party central. It is. If you've ever been there on St. Patrick's Day time, it's crazy. But it is. It's um, it's one of those counties or cities where you can um, just grab a drink in a restaurant and go down. walking with it. And mm-hmm. um, so, so yeah. Yeah, and the the cobblestone stairs up the cliff in some areas, mm-hmm. yes, are pretty <laughs> janky. It is, yes, are pretty sure. janky. Yes, yeah. um, it was it was a cool place to grow up. But I I went to college and never looked back. I it was just I I had a lot of not bad experiences, but when I was in high school, I made really bad decisions and I partied a lot myself and put myself in really bad situations. And so I was happy to graduate high school and move on. And my family still lives there, but I never, um, I never really go back that much except to see them. So, so yeah. So Jamie said, welcome to 35 where more isn't always better. Yes, for sure. You have to be careful with that. I work out with a lot of young people too. And it's like, Oh my God, I have to really be careful not to compare myself to like what the volume that they do. And, um, you know, cause I'll, I'll start doubting and I'm like, you know, well, if they're doing that, I should be doing that. And, and, um, so try not to compare myself to 20, you know, one, one of the boys is a 16 year old, so he can, he can probably just go all day, but, but yeah, I can't anymore. So. Yeah. yeah. Wait till you're in your forties and then fifties. Oh, oh goodness. Oh, yeah. I was training with some, some guy that, well, one of the other coaches at the gym and he's 24 and I looked at him and I was like, you know, I really could be your mom. I really, yeah. I really did, but okay. Yeah. Yep. It's cool though to work out with people like that though and kind of know that in the back of your head, like, yeah, I could be this person's mom, but I guess that would have been yeah. very young to have have a child. But um, but yeah, so one of the guys I work out with, like I said, he's 16 and he's a phenom. He went to the games actually a couple years ago um and just barely missed it this past year, but he's a really good kid. So so yeah. So you talked about 2016 mm-hmm. getting serious and you made it to regionals. I did. Yes. Um in the open division. Yes. Mm-hmm. And what was that experience like? It was amazing. I think my eyes were a deer in headlights the entire time. Um I I'm not sure if every year was like this, but that year there was a minimum work requirement for every workout. And it started out with that snatch ladder that um, you had to get so many reps at the girl weight was 135. And then you kind of worked your way up to 185, 175, 185. Well, my max was 140 and I'd hit that one time and 135 was a rare, you know, it, I'm, and my gym is such a supportive gym. We never had anybody go to regionals. So one of, um, one of my friends started to go fund me just to like help me get, I never really even had body work done or anything. I hadn't even taken a protein shit, drink a protein shake before. And that was back when like progenics was like the cool thing. And she yeah. was like, you need some progenics and, um, you need a recovery drink, a whey protein drink. You need casein for at night. And I was like, I don't have the money for all this <laughs> So, so my whole gym came around me and supported me they sold shirts. And so all these people had like believed in me. And the very first workout was that snatch ladder. And if you didn't hit a rep at 135, I think you had two minutes for every round before you got kicked out, before you got, um, you know, pushed out of the workout. Um, and I was, I was having nightmares and panic attacks that I wasn't going to hit a rep at 135. And I did, I think I hit like five reps um, I think you had to hit like eight in order to move to the next round, but I thankfully was able to move on. Um, but that was so stressful. I remember. Um, and now it's like, it would be fine, you know, but at the time I was panicking and I remember hitting my first rep and just, I got so excited. And I started dancing and, um, my husband said there was some guy behind him that was like, that girl could probably snatch more if she just stopped dancing out there. And he was like, you have no idea. Like she's, she's just happy to be out there. And, um, so, but it's cool because like, I obviously did not make an impact as far as my placing. I think I got 30th out of 40 girls. Um, nothing to like, you know, be super, super proud of performance wise, but I'll still like meet people to this day and they'll like recognize me. And they're like, you were that girl, like, 
you carried yourself so well. And like, I've always been a fan of you because of just like how you were out there just with a smile on your face and just having a good time and stuff. So a lot of girls weren't able to make it through the weekend because they just didn't hit the minimum work requirement for Mm -hmm. a certain workout. But I was very proud. I made it through the entire weekend and um, just, you know. So how did it feel like emotionally to, to come in with that stress of not being sure if you would make that, but then have to perform that task yes. that you're unsure about in front of a huge audience? Oh my goodness. I was, like I said, I was so stressed out about it. Like having panic attacks about it. Um, I, I am a Christian. And so I definitely like rely on, on God for so much and, and talk to God and, um, you know, definitely like express my like worries to God. And there was a lot of that as well. Um, but the encouragement people gave me, I also helped out with our CrossFit kids class back then. And I remember all the kids wrote me like cards. And I remember just sitting in my apartment, my hotel room that morning and just like reading through um, some scripture and a devotional, but then also looking at these cards and just being like, wow, okay, I can, I can do this. So I work really well off of like encouragement and like positive affirmation. <laughs> so I really just tried to like take that and, and run with it. So, so much stress was taken off of me once that workout was over. So, so yeah. So I think Amy's found a new twin <laughs> dancing during workouts, yeah. yep. cards Perfect. from kids, yep. yeah. panic and anxiety in front of a crowd. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much hitting all the check boxes there. Yep. Oh, cool. Well, we're each other's spirit animal. I love it. Right. (laughs) So it's funny because that workout was redone as part of the West Coast Classic in 2021. Mm -hmm. And I had the chance to talk to Haley Murillo. And who, when she did that in 2016, only got a couple lifts in, Mm -hmm. like just enough to meet the minimum, minimum work requirement. And that was about it. Right. In 2021, she finished the ladder. That's awesome. She's like, very strong. Yes. So, so how, how do you think you would have done in 2021 with that same ladder? To be honest with you, not great. Snatching is my worst <laughs> movement. I hate it. I love it because it's so pretty, um, but I hate it. I'm not great at it at all, um, to be honest with you. Um, I've gotten a little bit better um, recently just because I, this is embarrassing to say, out of all these years of doing CrossFit, I finally started hook gripping. So that has helped. Um, I finally quit being stubborn and now I hook grip. I also started taking creatine a couple months ago. Um, Just Thorn is the brand. Um, Mm -hmm. I was finally talked into that. And I think those two things have really helped with some like explosiveness that I lack and um, as well as, you know, just... Um, hook gripping helps a little bit as well, but I will say I, um, in the Zellos games, we had like a snatch ladder, but it was with double unders and I cleared the 165 and then I, um, no 160, I think was the max. And then I hit 165 so easily. And then, um, maybe I hit 170. I can't remember, but all that to say, that's not the best, um, that would not have helped me clear that ladder that year. So it wouldn't have been a great workout for me, but I will say I did that workout, um, right before COVID hit, I like retested it and I got through the 155. So I was on the 165 when time ran out, but, um, but yeah, so I would have done a lot better, but not, not, not as good as Haley. So, so yeah. Yeah. And I'm trying to think who, who would have been in that Atlantic regional in 2016, you're talking like Emily Bridgers, mm-hmm. um, Telena Fortunato, yep. um, some OG names from right. back yep. in the day. Yeah. Uh, what was it like being on the floor with them? Oh, it was crazy. Um, I was in the first or second heat every um, time, so I never got to actually be on the floor with them. Um, but I remember being so inspired. I, I'll never forget this. Telena, after one of the days, was just over, went to a vendor, got her some barbecue and had some like good carbs with it, like mac and cheese. I was on this like super paleo, like, um, like I just kind of changed my diet around recently as well. And I was not in a great place as a nutrition coach. Now I would be like, you are so dumb to be out there competing, eating cauliflower rice. Like I was not eating great. Um, and I was eating health, very healthy, but not, not for performance. And I just didn't know anything really. And so 
And I remember being like, how is she so good when she's eating like barbecue after the, you know, it was after the end of the day. It wasn't like, yeah, yeah. and now as a, a more experienced competitor, I'm like, after the day's over, even if I compete tomorrow, I'm not scared to have even some fries or something like that. Just a, it just works for me. I, I love carbs. So, mm-hmm. and good fat. The crazy thing. The crazy thing to me is at Wadapalooza, I walked past Helena oh, really? um, and she was just walking through the crowd and nobody knew who she was. Oh my gosh. And I was I, like, I'm getting too old. I know, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. I saw her as well. Yeah. So yeah, that's, and she had one of her kids with her. I thought that was really cool, but yeah. Yeah. And she still looks great. Mm-hmm, for sure. So, so yeah. So, so you get that, that regionals experience. And then what does, what happens to your career going forward? You said by 19, you were doing all the sanctional stuff. Yes. Mm -hmm. I, um, I just missed out on regionals 2017. I will say I got very obsessive that year. I wanted to prove that I wasn't this fluke Mm -hmm. and I probably just overdid it. My body was not in a great place, um, to where that fall, I ended up having surgery again on my Achilles. Like it, Mm -hmm. um, it was just scar tissue. Like I didn't even have an Achilles by that time. Um, so a new surgeon came in who was actually a sports specialist. I'm ankle specialist surgeon. Um, he was like, we need to do surgery. We need to start over. So, um, so I did that. And then, so I was able to do the 2018 open, but I was not full speed, um, Mm -hmm. or anything. Cause I'd had surgery in October and it takes a good bit to like get back to full speed after an Achilles, um, rupture. And then, so yes, I was actually very relieved when they said no more regionals. I just felt like it, for me personally, it gave me this like breath of fresh air of like, you you can quit trying so hard now. Um, and I wasn't sure what they were going to do. And then they ended up announcing that sanctional system and I loved it. Um, I remember the two, the open, um, I think it was technically the 2020 open, but it was in 2019. It was in the fall. Oh um, yeah. You yeah. could qualify for several sanctionals just by doing the open. And for me, that was great. I was like, I am going to sell my soul on the open. And I was able to qualify for a good bit of sanctionals out of that. Now, most of them got canceled um, because of COVID. But um, but before that, I was able to go to Iceland for a sanction. I did the Reykjavik Classic, mm-hmm. uh, and that was a blast. Um, and then I was very fortunate. I guess Waterpalooza was consider- considered a sanctional for the elite division, and I was able to do that as well. And then I did the um, the mayhem, um, the one at mayhem as well. Mm-hmm. So, and then I was supposed to go do the Mac in Asbury, um, and those got canceled. So, can't hear you, Scott. Got to do it once a show. Yep. Yep. Um, so I was at mayhem that year mm-hmm. that you competed. Yes. Um, and I love that competition. Me too. I love the intimate floor. I love that the crowd was right up to it. Um, and unlike Waterpalooza, everybody could get in the building. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Um, Waterpalooza is crazy. So, so yeah. So that was, that was awesome. So now is this, is this going to be your first year as a master's in the CrossFit season? It is. I actually turned 35 back in October. So, um, so yes, I'm loving it so far. Yeah. And it's not because of like winning or anything. Cause yeah. I understand you know, that's not, but it's just the, the pressure isn't as much. Um, it's a lot of fun. Um, and not, that I didn't have fun doing elite stuff back in the day, but I'm just not in that place anymore. Um, I just, these girls are so impressive and they put so much time in, they have to be so selfish with their time. And, um, I just love not being that way, I guess. And, um, I'm still selfish some in some regards, I'm sure. But, and also my sleep isn't great. Um, my child has never been a great sleeper. Um, and we've all, we we're always struggling with something with his sleep. So it's just, that's been crazy. Um, so I just don't feel like I'm in that place to be in that elite. Um, you know, I did quarterfinals last year and I was actually very proud. I was like, eight months postpartum. And I almost qualified. I mean, I was like a few spots out of qualifying for a semifinal. Um, got that, got that right here in my notes. <laughs> yeah. I, um, and honestly it was just, I had to be home by certain times. My husband could go to work. He was nice enough to say, you go to the gym. I'm going to keep Jack's here. So you can do your, I think I, I had two workouts to do that morning. I did the lift on Thursday night. And then I did two of them that had to be due Friday. One of them, 
I, it was the, it had a lot of over, I had a lot of lunges in it and like handstand progression. Like it was like strict handstand pushups, kipping deficit. I think I literally set my stuff up within five minutes. Um, the gym I was going to at that time, it was a different gym than where I'm at now. We lived in Greenville at the time, just for a little while. And I, um, they were a great gym, super supportive, but I like had, I set everything up by myself. Um, when my friends judged me, she, she was a certified judge and, um, it was just very rushed and I did not feel good about that workout. I wish I would have like maybe had time to like redo it because I would have done way better. And I think that workout was kind of my outlier that just didn't get me where I would have loved to be. Um, but honestly, I was not at a place where I would have taken, I would have accepted an invite to a semifinal. Um, but I, I just didn't feel like I was, my body was in a good spot. I mean, I just, I was still like healing from having a baby and I just, it would have been tough for sure. Yeah. So. And I think your priorities change a little bit too, because you want to balance, you know, the, the mom aspect and the, the athlete aspect. For, for sure. sure. Yes. Um, so yeah, that's been, that's been huge um, as well. So, so yeah. So for the listeners, you finished 145th in the country. Okay. In North America in the quarterfinals. Right. Not too shabby for eight months postpartum and just under the line for masters. Yeah. So, um, and with backfills, I think they went high one thirties, maybe even one forty. Like it was close. I did keep, I did kind of watch it just to see, and it was like two spots. So, but I had such a piece about it. Um, we were moving back to Anderson. I was going to, you know, I was switching gyms and I was like, you know, I just kind of want to take some time to just get back to the gym that I had been at for a long time and, um, you know, just enjoy time there and not be so stressed about like, you know, going to a semifinal. I knew it would have put a lot of stress on me. So so let's get to the fun stuff. Okay. You, you turn 35, mm -hmm. you compete in four events. Yes. Four podiums, mm -hmm. two championships. Uh, I would say that winning it is pretty fun. It is. Well, the Zellos games was really nice. They sent us a lot of really nice prizes. So, um, so yes, winning is nice. It is. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not oblivious to know that, you know, not every, there's so many great masters athletes out there. And I know the workouts have to just really work out perfectly. Um, and I also, you know, this is, I've competed against some really great people, Jamie being one of them um, in these competitions, but I'm also aware that there's another, there's a whole lot of other girls that are also masters that maybe have not done these competitions that I've done. So, so yeah. So you started with MFC Masters yeah. Fitness Collective mm -hmm. in Fort Wayne. There, um, Jamie bested you by one spot. She did, yeah. She took first. You took second. Mm -hmm. um, but that was your first competition as a Masters athlete. Yes. So you come out of there with a second place. How were you feeling? Um, I felt okay about it. Um, Jamie, Jamie had Jamie had a great weekend. I was very thankful for second because the very first workout had those crossover single unders. And, um, I even bought the jump rope. I, anything that's like a new skill, I'm not great at. Um, like I don't adapt very well and I get very anxious. I think we talked about that a little bit before earlier. Um, I do get, I'm very anxious. Um, and since having my son, I've actually dealt with like some postpartum anxiety big time. Um, just to be transparent, but that workout stressed me out so much. Um, I had them down. Like I remember doing them in the gym right before. And I was like, this is not going to be like a top, you know, three, top five finish for me. Cause I'm sure some girls will go unbroken on those fifties. The handstand walk was no problem, but I was like, the, just those crossovers. I'm just not fast with them, but I'll be honest. I got out there to warm up and my coach was there with me. Cause um, he was there with me. And then another guy who was in the 65 plus division, so he traveled up with him. And um, so he was there kind of coaching me right before. And even he was probably like, what is going on with you? I could not hit any of those, those reps. Like I forgot how to do the crossover single unders. So I was so stressed and I finished the workout. It was like a pretty tight time cap. I finished it, but I got like 
two places from last place in that workout. So I, I came off the floor and I wanted to cry and I was like, what am I doing? I have no business being out here competing. I'm too stressed. I'm too anxious. It was all anxiety and nerves that did it. Cause I had them down. Um, I just, I got out there and just got, I got, I hadn't competed in so long um, by myself, at least like not in my gym. Um, and after I got, after I had Jack's, I did water Palooza on a team last year, but that's so different. Um, yeah. So I just, I was very stressed. And so my coach was really great about saying, Hey, you know what? You've got a lot of other scores coming. You need to shake this one off. The next one was just a run. He was like, the run will be great for you. Keep your head in it. And that really helped because I was able to just work my way up um, the weekend over that weekend. So I was happy for second for sure um, in that, but I still just felt like, you know, I had some moments that just weren't great there. So, yeah. Okay. Mike is on mute. I'm going to go and talk now since okay. Dang it. No, you're paused. <laughs> no. So as I'm a, a highly anxious person in general, uh, and then as a competitor, even more anxious, um, what kind of mindset work have you done since that? Have, have you done any? Um, Honestly, no, I will say the experience just after that going to legends has been great. Um, and now Wadapalooza was great. I was able to kind of battle some adversity at Wadapalooza as well. And that like gave me so much confidence after that to say, you, you just need to chill. You're fine. Um, but the biggest thing that I can do, and I had to tell myself this before legends, every workout was, um, Hey, you have a family and a son that thinks that you are number one, no matter what. And that like almost makes me emotional yeah. thinking about that because like he, my son is so important to me and just to know like, Hey, you know what? If you could get last place in this workout, you still get to go home and you have a great life and you have a son who thinks that you're amazing and laughs when he watches you do handstand walks and you know, yeah. he's doing cool things in the gym already. Like he likes to do like little flips, like little rolls and stuff. And, um, so I had, that's been the biggest thing of just telling myself this, this is great. And it does matter. I'm not saying that CrossFit doesn't matter, yeah. but this is just like the cherry on top. So you have a great life. Mm -hmm. Just, you just need to chill, just chill yeah. out. But as far as getting like professional help, I have yeah. not done that. So, so you're, <laughs> the positive affirmations to yourself, like your self-talk has changed during those. Yes, for sure. Yeah. That's awesome. So I was very so nervous. I, before. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I know. I was going to say, I'm, I'm going to go to a very uncomfortable place and I'm probably going to need Amy to help me. Okay. And that is post postpartum depression is real. It is. Right. Yes. My, my wife suffered from it horribly. How, how long did it take you to develop the coping mechanisms after you experienced that? Oh goodness. Um, I, I realized I had, and I don't, you know, I don't want to like play the victim card or be like, you know, Oh, I had this, you know, like, but it really, it, it's so real. Um, okay. and so I, I remember being like three months postpartum, I started coaching again. And like I said, we lived in Greenville, which is about 45 minutes away from Anderson at this time, just for my husband's job. And I was going to a gym that I've been going to for a little while and I've been coaching there and I'm bringing my son to coach there. Cause he was still at an age where he was fine to like have him in a stroller. Yeah. He's fine while I'm coaching even. Um, but it got to the place where like I would coach um, in the evening sometimes. And I'm like, my husband's at home with him. I should be at home with him. It was like any sort of little thing threw me off of like, okay, I would get, I'd feel mom guilt for him being in the gym with me, but then I'd feel mom guilt for not being at home with him to give him a bath. And like, you know, I was still breastfeeding at the time. So I'm like, uh, my boobs were about to explode. And I'm like, what am I doing? Like, I'm, I need to like get home and just be with my kid and feed him. And um, I still really struggle with that, which is probably why I don't spend as much time in the gym. I don't go back multiple times a day. Um, and I know that so many people do that and they make it work. Um, I have some friends literally that have kids the same age that he is and they're just have their kids in the gym with them and they're doing great. And they just kind of bring them along with them wherever they go. I just, I get very anxious about it. So so yeah, so it was it was around then, um, about three months in, and I talked to my doctor about it a little bit just because you know they kind of keep a a check on it. But it was you know I'm great. I just know for me, and I help people with this as a nutrition coach as well. Like 
for me, it was good to take steps to like get outside, like go get some sunshine, go do fun things with him. Don't just stay in the house. Like make sure I'm eating three meals a day. Um, I'm staying hydrated. Like all of that stuff really helped me. But I also had to make some tough decisions that was that, that was best for my family of, like I said, this gym that we were at. Um, it just... I don't want to say anything. It just wasn't where I needed to be at the right time at the right time. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so I actually ended up going to another gym in Greenville. It was a 30 minute drive um, with some female, some girls that I'd known for a long time. And that was a very empowering gym. Um, And I, I went to Waterpalooza with them. um, And that was like where I needed to, to be at the time. I had to just kind of put my, you know, back away from some stuff that just wasn't filling me up. And I had to really focus on myself for a little while and say, Hey, as a coach, I know I'm here to like fill others up. And as a person in general, I always want to be the person that's, you know, bringing light to other people and filling other people's cup. But it was like, Hey, you need to take some time to like fill your cup up. And, um, so, so yeah. Yeah. You have to take care of yourself in order to be, be, you know, emotionally available too to be able to take care of everybody else for sure yeah so and did you like have to draw a line in the sand and say like this is my family time this is my time with my son Mm -hmm. and nobody's going to take that away from me yes i did in fact when i started going to the other the gym um across the city in greenville um, I wanted to coach there so bad. I, I was, like I said, I was, I was good friends with the owner. Um, and she, you know, we talked about coaching. I missed coaching a lot. Um, and I still do remote coaching. Like I was doing remote coaching with some clients, fitness coaching, as well as nutrition coaching. So I did have that outlet, which was great, but I was like, you know, for me to be able to work out and drive here 30 minutes and back, I have my kid with me most days when I come into the gym. Um, I was like, I just need to take a break from, from coaching, um, for a while. So I didn't start coaching again until we moved back to Anderson. Now we live 10 minutes from the gym. Um, it's all people that I, that I've known for, for years. Um, and I was able to get back into coaching and very thankful for that opportunity. It's very part-time right now, but, um, but yeah, so that definitely fills me up for sure. So. Yeah. I'm glad we explored that. I think that was a great conversation. Um, so then you finish MFC second place and then you go on to legends. Yes. Mm-hmm. And again, the rivalry is renewed you and Jamie uh, and yeah. And she takes second, you take third. Mm-hmm. Yes. But you're both podium. Yes. Mm-hmm. What is, what is the, the master's community like when you're in those situations? Because at the elite level, I think it's more cutthroat. And at master's level, I've heard it's much more laid back. Everybody's friends. Everybody's kind of cheering for each other. Yes. And that's a hundred percent right. I will say there's sometimes like, I'll be honest, even like at Wadapalooza this past time, there was a, a girl there who I like wanted to meet. And I felt like I was being like real sweet to her and she just did not want to talk at all. And that's totally fine. I think some people handle stress in different ways. And honestly, some people may think that about me if they've seen me and I'm just like, you know, in the zone for, for a certain moment or, or a little anxious about something. But, um, for the most part, like it is, I I love it because it's a lot of moms, for example. So like, that's, that's huge to me. I want to hear about everybody's kids and how old they are. Um, you just, their lives. I just want to hear about all that. Um, but also even if the people are not moms, they still have, it's like in the masters, people have businesses. Um, they've got, you know, it's, they've got other things going on besides just CrossFit all the time. And so, um, what I love about it and what, how legends, especially, cause there are some, some girls there that I've competed with elite elite in the past. And now they're like, they're all masters. And we would be in the corral talking about our kids and then we go out there and you bring it. Um, But it still is like so supportive. Like um, I'll tell you, there's one girl I got to know. um, Noelle was um, Amy. If you know Amy, um, Amy Morton, um, she just moved up as well. She actually won legends and she was phenomenal. Like she's just, she's very good. And I've competed elite at Waterpalooza against her in the past. Um, and she has like a eight-year-old son, I think. So we got to talk about that. Um, my friend April Payne, who I've competed at Granite Games with in the past, she has four kids, I think. And they're, I think her youngest child is 13 
I think I could be getting that wrong, but she has, her kids are all older. Like she is the bomb. And I think she got fourth or fifth at legends. Either her, her and Colette were right there. Colette is one of my favorite people as well. I know you've gotten to talk to Colette. I look up to her so much. Um, she's, I think she's just a year or two older than me. And um, she has three, three kids and her story is awesome. And um, at legends, what inspired me the most was that she had her little girl there by herself. Like, I think her husband stayed back with the two boys and she had her cute little girl. She had her one, she had a wonder woman dress on her little girl and was just cheering for her mom the whole time. And I thought that was so brave that she drove up from Florida with her daughter and competed and still crushed it. And I know for me, um, that would be so tough for me to like, you know, to have Jax there and be a mom and be competing. That's something I just struggle with. And he was supposed to be there at Mayhem. I was very excited about him being there. My husband was supposed to be there. Um, our dog, who we had had a dog for a long time, he got sick and got cancer and it happened fast and he had to be put down that weekend. Um, it was really sad. And then Jax ended up getting the flu that weekend. So it was probably a good thing he wasn't there. But, um, but yeah, it's just, it's a lot of moms just talking and, having, you know, just talking about life and family. And then you go out there and, you know, kind of put all that aside and kick butt and you come back and just encourage each other. Like I can honestly say like even getting third, that competition, um, it was Amy and then Jamie and then me, like I, I was a little frustrated with myself just because I didn't do great in that last workout at all. Um, but it was like, I was so happy for them. And I genuinely mean that, like, it was an honor to get to be on that podium with, with, two other strong women and people like Jamie's a mom as well. And, um, you know, and people who have the same insecurities that I do and same anxieties that I do and, you know, stressors that I do. So, so yeah. So I, I love the master's community. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been in, I've been involved with master's fitness collective since it started. Um, I love the laid back attitude from all the athletes just mm -hmm. kind of hanging out in the crowd. Like yep. there's no, there's no pretense from anybody. Right. But I got to ask you, and I, and she's probably not listening anymore, mm -hmm. but how cutthroat is Jamie? <laughs> she's not at all. And I will say <laughs> I told her at legends. Cause I listened to an episode. Uh, I think y'all have maybe done two episodes with Jamie. Have you done two with her? Maybe Yeah. it was the first one. And she just was not, not believing in herself. And just almost like she was just talking so bad to herself and how she, you know, just didn't um, deserve to, you know, I can't remember what she was saying, but I remember at legends, I found a moment to tell her like, Hey, you need to start like really believing in yourself because you are the real deal. And, you know, we all have our weaknesses that we need to get, you know, keep getting better at in CrossFit and, you know, our holes. Um, but I was like, you need to start talking positively to yourself. It's definitely not cutthroat. I will say, Jamie, if she is still listening, she is super competitive. Um, I remember after that swim workout at Masters Fitness Collective, I'm not the best swimmer. So for me to get like, I think I got fifth in that workout. I was thrilled with that. Um, I know Jamie, there was Jamie and another girl who some discrepancy with like the, the, um, how deep the pool was from one. I don't know. Anyways, I think Jamie was pretty fired up after that because she was a great swimmer and the other girl won, but Jamie wanted that first place so bad. <laughs> I remember in the, like, we were in the locker room after the swim and she's just, um, she was, she was fired up. And so I was like, man, you were very competitive, <laughs> um, but in a great way though. So, yeah, I, when we interviewed her the second time, I think I called it the monster. Mm -hmm. like Jamie has that monster that we need to come out more often. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and I, I love too, when it does. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Um, but, and I was just joking around. I know Jamie's the coolest. Yeah. She is. Yeah. And she actually said like, she felt bad that she took your spot. Well, I, she deserved it because she did so great in that last workout. It was a double, it was 200 points. Basically it was, a part A and a part B. And, um, I, I knew it was coming. I, I, I don't know. I was like, I can, I think I can still hold on to second Amy. I knew Amy was going to crush that workout and get first and both of them probably. Cause it was very classic CrossFit. It was bar muscle ups and front squats paired with strict handstand pushups and sandbag cleans. And, um, just my gymnastics under fatigue is just not quite where I would love for it to be. And so I knew it was coming, but my coach was back there with me. I was so thankful to have him there that weekend. And he's like, 
calm down. You got this. He was like making me laugh in the warm up area. It was great. So, um, you know, I felt at peace going into the workout, but I still was like very anxious about it. And I was thankful to be able to keep third place. Cause I, I can't even remember what, what places I got in the, those workouts, but it wasn't my best. So, um, so yeah, she definitely, Jamie, Jamie did so good. She, she crushed it. So, yeah. So at Wadapalooza, you take first to close out your off season, yeah. getting ready for the next season. Mm-hmm. Um, Wadapalooza is just a different animal. Mm-hmm. It is. What um, was what was the difference between it and the other two events? Yeah, Wadapalooza is, as you're saying, is it's a free for all. It's crazy. I mean, it still is very very organized, and I'm not saying, you know, it's you know whatever, but it's it's different. It's a party scene. I know my husband loves going to Miami as well, so we were so thankful. My mom drove up from Savannah, kept, kept Jack's and we got to go with some friends and have an Airbnb that was super close to the uh, venue this time, instead of having an Uber across town and all that stuff. So um, that was so nice. We had a great group that went with us um, from our gym. And um, so, yeah, so it was, it was great. Uh, the workouts are, are very different. I, I, I did enjoy the workouts when they were released. I wasn't like thrilled about any of them, I guess. Um, but it was still like, okay, like this is going to be, this will be fun. Um, so yeah, I mean, I felt like I am probably a better athlete now than I was like back in October. I feel like I'm in a good place. My coach is doing a great job helping me. I work out with a few really great people to where I feel like I'm constantly progressing right now. Um, and so maybe that's what, what did it. Cause there were some very good girls there at Waterpalooza. Um, and I was a little intimidated just cause there were some girls there that had like been to the games, um, at least once or twice. And, um, and so I was like, man, this is going to be tough. Um, but I would have never have seen myself podium, uh, being on the top of the podium. I would have loved to just be on the podium again. And I was proud of myself for like not settling with just being on the podium, but at the very end, like really pushing it for that first place and saying, you know what? No, I, 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 I deserve this. Like I can, I can do this instead of just kind of backing down. Like I, I don't know, sometimes can do. And so, so yes, I was proud of that. Um, I also, um, got really got sick Saturday, like after the swim, um, and was just never myself after that. And Saturday night we had to leave the venue. I was, I had to go back to the, um, Airbnb by myself while everybody went and got some food. Cause I had like just severe, like, um, chills and like, I felt like I had a fever. I had the flu a couple weeks ago and I was like, I have the flu again. This is the flu. Um, and just did not feel great on Sunday. I know not, nobody feels great on the last day of competing, but I did not feel good at all. And, um, I, I was just, it was every little bit of energy I had in me for those workouts. I left it all out there and looking at the video, um, cause they like live streamed it. My gym did. I'm like, I am moving so slow. I am, I just look like dead out there, but I did what I had to do. And, um, just literally, I don't think I've ever pushed so hard when I just didn't have, um, I didn't have that, like draw, I guess the, the energy, the power output in me that on Sunday, I didn't think so. And then turns out I went finally went to the doctor on Sunday and they're like, you have a double ear infection. So I don't know if that's it because uh. my ears have been like that since the swim, um, and so it turns out I have an ear infection, a double ear infection. So maybe that's what it was, but I definitely did not feel good. So, so I don't know if you can see Jamie's comment, mm-hmm. but she said, you should be oh. very proud of that first Thank you. super yes. tough competition and competitors. There were some really then, great players, Yeah, I do not want to talk about contaminated water oh. on this show ever again. Oh no. Yeah. I don't <laughs> think I did. I will say one of the girls that was with me, she competed in um, the intermediate division. She never felt the same after the swim either. We were both were like, I didn't want to talk too much about it to the Allison. people I was with. Allison, what? we, we had <laughs> Dave Castro on this show talking about Lake water. Oh man. I don't want to go back there. I know. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we won't talk about it. I don't think that was it. I think I was fighting a virus, fighting off a little virus or something. So, so yeah. So I what I found intriguing is, so Masters Fitness Collective, you had two first place finishes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Legends, two first place finishes. Okay. Wadapalooza, one first place finish. Mm-hmm. However, seven out of eight top five finishes. 
Yes. Did you feel that consistency over the weekend at Wadapalooza and did it have a different feel than the other two events? For sure. I, I did feel more consistent. I would have liked to have like won maybe a few more workouts because I did kind of have that almost that like questioning myself after the competition. Like you only won one workout. Like how did you, how did this happen? But um, especially on that, the lift handstand hold, um, I think my lifting numbers for a clean and jerks can maybe hold up a little bit better with masters than elite for sure. Um, I, I clean and jerk 217 and the most I'd done since having jacks was 215. So obviously strength is not, it's there, but it's not like, you know, going to win me, you know, an event on that or anything. Um, and then the handstand hold, it's like some days I just had it. Some days I didn't, as far as being able to hold it for a long period of time. Um, that may have been the one that was not top five. I think it was just outside of it. But um, even for that, um, I just, I felt very good about that. I was like, okay, I feel like I'm at least getting consistent. Um, you know, so, so yeah. The sprint workout, yeah. the, the start fast, finish strong. That was our very last workout. I'm not a sprinter. I'm more of like, give me a 20 minute AMRAP and I will feel great about it. The sprint made me very nervous, especially just not, having that like energy levels. And, um, for some reason, our division, we had just finished the first workout and we had like my heat since I was the last heat, we had like 45 minutes before we had to start in the next workout. So there was not time to recover, um, in between workouts. So my body was just like not feeling it. So I was very, th- I was happy with that sprint workout as well. So, so yeah. Well, we, we are blowing through this hour. Uh, you're so easy to, you're so easy to talk to. Um, I have, I have a billion more questions. We're probably going to have to have you back on. Yeah. I would love that. But I do want to finish since Jamie is a friend of the show. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to ask a question and she can answer this as well in the comments. Okay. And that is if you had to beat Jamie in one event, <laughs> what would that event be? And for Jamie, Vice versa. If you had to beat Allison in one event, what would that event be? Okay. Um, I think Jamie and I are like super similar where I think she's told me before too, that like, you know, a two minute sprint workout, which is what mayhem had a lot of shorter time domains. Um, a longer time domain workout would be great. So I think if it had something with like wall balls, things that we're both good at. So I'm trying to remember what she's told me that she's like good at. She's great at running. So something like a long chipper that had wall balls, the assault runner in it, um, just a grinder, like double dumbbell snatches into some bar facing burpees, um, something like that. Just a lot of movements that don't require a lot of like skill or heavy weight. Um, but just how bad do you want it? And it like a 20 minute workout. So, so yeah. So typical Jamie, I ask her what she would beat you in and she tells me what you would beat her in. Oh, Oh, (laughs) you were saying like something that I would love to go head to head and push each other in. Oh, okay. Well, if you had to pick one event to beat her in, yeah, it would be, you you knew you could do it. Yeah. She's right. It would be, it'd probably be snatching or like clean and jerks, like at moderate to like heavy weight for sure. Maybe a max lift or, um, like, you know, if it was like a three minute AMRAP of clean and jerks at one eighty five or something like that. So, so yeah, Yeah. sorry, Jamie. Yeah, Jamie, (laughs) Jamie apparently is not going to brag on herself at all. So if you, if you had to win an event against Jamie, what don't you want to see? Oh, what uh, is the event? Toes to bar, bar muscle ups. Um, those would be the two main things. I think she's really great at toes to bar. Um, at master's fitness collective, we had those in the final and it was like a one K row into, I can't remember. It was like 50 or 60 toes to bar. And I remember I, I dropped and she, we got to the bar pretty, or we pretty much got to the bar around the same time off the rower and she crushed those toes to bar. And I was like, man, that girl is very good at toes to bar. So, so, so yeah. yeah. After you picked it, then she said, I'd pick no, toes to bar. Yep. <laughs> she's really good at them. Yeah. So, so, well, Allison, this was a blast. Yeah. Um, 
I would love to dive into your faith and what that means to you and this upcoming season. So definitely when I have you on in a few months, sure. once we get the season rolling, okay. um, last question, what are your goals for this upcoming season? Yes. Um, honestly, just to have fun and not take myself too seriously. Um, a dream world would be to, I would love to make semifinals to be top 30. Um, unfortunately they only take 10 people to the games. Um, which I wish it was 20, but I, so I have to be realistic and know that the, everything would have to line up perfectly for me for that. So I wouldn't say like, it's, I don't want it to say the games and it'd be like, this is a, you know, do or die for me. And it's like, um, she's going to be so devastated if she doesn't make it. Cause I've had to really put my perspective on, Hey, just have fun, go out there. But that would be so cool to, to like make the games, um, to qualify for the games. And I don't underestimate how tough that would be. Um, but it, the, my biggest goal would be no matter what happens, just to like stay sane, to be a good mom, to be a good friend, to be just a good person through all of that. And anything else that happens on top of that is, is great. So so speaking of that, Amy did send in the private chat. She had to take off. She that. said, speaking of balance, I got to be a mom and cook dinner for my family. Love it. Yep. That's awesome. So, um, and then Elise, <laughs> Elise said, thanks for your time, Allison. Okay. And thank you. Elise is the mom of three. Oh, cool. So she probably related as wow. well. That's awesome. Um, I would love to have more. So seeing people that have multiple kids, I'm like, wow, you're my hero. So, so yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you so much for being so transparent yeah. and hanging out with us. And Jamie left one last comment, a big old Aww. red heart. You too, Jamie. <laughs> we'll have to talk soon. So yeah. Well, thank you for jumping on and good luck on the season. Awesome. We will see you next time cool. on the Clydesdale media podcast. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks.